Welcome to the Barry Drew Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, personal development, business and entrepreneurship. So sit back, relax and enjoy. So Denise Fay of Achieve Marketing, you're very welcome to the Barry Drew po- Podcast. I nearly forgot the name of it. <laughs> well, I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, thanks for taking your time to join us here today. Um, uh, looking forward to picking your brain. <laughs> Is there a brain in there to be picked? <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. Um, so, Denise, you're involved. As far as that, you're involved in marketing, obviously. Um, how did you end up in that? <laughs> well, just show me out there now with that big question. Yeah, yeah, we might as well dive straight in. <laughs> well. Gosh, I'm involved in marketing for like hundreds of years, I think, Barry, at this stage. Yeah. But just a kind of a quick one. When I finished college, I did business and law in college. And then I was always hoping to become a solicitor. Oh, very good. So while I was waiting for my place in Blackhall Place, which is where you become a solicitor, you um, there was a year's wait at the time. I don't even know what it's like now, but there was a year's wait or something like that. So then I got offered a job. I went for a job in an IT company because IT was all in. And I aged myself, but this was back in 97. And um, so I got a job doing marketing and logistics because it was all still like old boards and stuff. Anyway, so um, two months into the job, the guy that took me on left, um, left. And so then there was myself and another graduate, pretty much like in this marketing department going, uh, what were we supposed to be doing? So we went straight back to the books that we actually pretty much didn't look at when we were in like, you know, um, in business business school or you know back in college I went to UCD she went to Galway and um, so it was a baptism of fire but we had a great old time so we had to market this business which was pretty much moving from old school technology to the internet which was the internet protocol at the time and um, so we had to pretty much go back into marketing and so I loved it I mean I really loved it so much that obviously I stayed in marketing so I've been marketing since and I guess it was exciting times was so that was like 1998 the internet then pretty much was only still coming around and yeah. um, back in 2000, even, you know, like mainstream internet um, and websites and stuff like that. So I kind of got a bug for marketing, particularly online marketing, I suppose, at that stage. So that's how long I've been marketing. Very good. Yeah. We have to, we have to start somewhere. <laughs> and um, well, what's, what's your, like, marketing, I suppose, is such a, well, from my perspective, such a deep, uh, area or deep topic it can be like what's your um i don't know your philosophy your approach or... <laughs> uh, another throw me into the deep <laughs> there um so um deep into the recess of my brain no look at i think marketing is should be customer centric and a lot of people you know do um give that like lip service in terms of customer service but if you look at what and I guess, I suppose I've done iterations over the years, Barry, you know, I've done online marketing, I've done strategic marketing, I've done product management. So, but really when it comes to it, I really think that it's how do you stand out and how do you not really like, you know, just be part of the crowd. Yeah. So a lot of people, and I kind of digress a small piece, so jump in and kind of cut me off if you need to, but a lot of people will go and they look at what other people are doing. So say you're an accountant, you set up your new practice, you look at what other people have done, you look at what other people say, think that that's the proper thing to say because everybody else is saying it. And then you put on the same thing, then you get frustrated because you don't get the same results when everything should be come down to what you do, how you do things differently. 
and then how the customer can relate because obviously and you know this as much as well way more than I know but there's a certain energy in something when you're really when you really like something and you really stand out well then you'll attract the right people and you will repel the wrong people so not sure that answered your question I did <laughs> brilliant answer and um yeah like marketing is for me is both fascinating and, and highly frustrating <laughs> <laughs> there's a structure to marketing that you really need to follow but like you know what in that once you have a structure and it doesn't have to be a bad, like you know a mad structure but it belongs to yeah. some kind of like you know almost like a backbone then you can be as flexible as you want with it but there has to be certain things that has to be put in place yeah and that's something that you you do yes i do like you know um i try to do put it that way i try to do it but like there's certain foundations that need to be put in place. Like who's your customer? What do they really, really want? You know, and then and then talk about like you and your factor. So a lot of people will say it's all about your customers and it is all about your customers. And I do believe that it's customer centric. But once you get clear on who you are and what you do, I think that will become very, it, helping the right people becomes clearer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so once you've got like your message right, once you've got your target market right, and then it becomes very clear because then, then you'll be able to identify what isn't working for you and what is working for you. Yeah, it's very easy to get like, cause, well, I'm only going to speak from a personal uh, perspective. It's very easy to get caught up in different um, marketing. I don't know what you'd call it, um, marketing stuff. Like, you know, there's different approaches, different uh, different things you're, you, you should do. Or if you do these three things or these five things that, you know, yeah, and I don't really like that kind of cut, like yeah. I don't like that kind of cookie cutter like ABC do ABC yeah. and then you'll get like you know um, and I know we're full of like you know that online you know you'll see loads of ads webinars is it this is it this is it you know do this and then you'll like you know get your a hundred thousand or ten thousand clients or whatever but it really comes down to like you and it comes down to like an individualized approach to what you can do and remember like the type like search engine optimization social media PR webinars emails they're only tools to get your message out there so you need to kind of spend the time on your message and your your who because if you don't spend the time on that then it's pretty much like just hope marketing and it's just thrown against the wall and then therefore you're not you're not serving the right people yeah and why why do you not do that then what's what's driven you to um like like when i hear you speak there like there's uh, uh there's integrity and there's obviously clarity in what you do like but what what's brought you to that place to you know okay do you get what I mean <laughs> yeah you know I suppose lots of like errors and mistakes along the way Barry for sure um but I suppose a lot of it would be do you know what I'm just sick of seeing all the amount of like you know drivel that's out there you know and a lot of people putting themselves as out marketeers or experts in this field and saying this is what works like look a lot of them are right in that it worked for, for them, but it didn't work. It may not work for other people. Um, so that's, I suppose, where it kind of comes from. But I guess over the last couple of years, really since 2000 and since 2020, really, I've gotten very clear on who I serve, what I want to do and how I help people. And um, so it's been a kind of a like a personal journey as well as professional journey, but to see who I am um, and where I am in terms of a marketer. So when your own uh, your own personal growth and development is fueling or intertwining with your yeah. professional growth that be 
Yeah, look, do you know what? And it's interesting, right? Because I did a podcast last week, interviewed a guy about performance, and we talked about capability, and then we talked about performance. And you could take it at any element, but then there's a certain level, I suppose, at which you kind of realize, you know what? Actually, I love marketing. I'm good at marketing. This is what I do. Then there's a certain part of marketing that I will never do. Like I'll never go near, never go near. That's two opposites. That's two negatives. So that's positive. So forget that. But, um, <laughs> I won't do fast moving consumer goods. That's not my, um, that's not my bag. I won't do it. I've never done it. My background is in technology um, marketing, but exciting technology. So it's always been in an online marketing and so interesting products. So if I, if I don't like the product, then I won't work with the person, you know, um, cause it just, yeah. it won't fire me up. If it doesn't fire me up, then I'm not going to get fired up for that other person. So that's why when I do work with somebody, it's like people that I really believe in. So that's part of it. But yeah, to answer your question, personal development has definitely fueled the, well, no, I suppose the, yeah, the personal development has definitely fueled things because there's a certain level at which I'm comfortable at what, knowing what I do and then there's capability. So because I help people, say, become more famous or more well-known, then I'll, all the training that I do is aimed at that kind of stuff, not at, say, the other stuff. Yeah. Interesting journey. Yeah. <laughs> challenging at times yeah look what I think actually and you know this well because you help people on this journey Barry you know um like when you go on a journey of personal development it's yeah it opens up stuff that you don't want to see right and then once you're and you know awareness is what 90% of it but just because you're aware of an issue and just because you're aware of a challenge doesn't make it any easier going yeah I'm going to do it yeah you know <laughs> I'm going to break through it because like obviously all those fears and fears that you talk about are all brought up and it's easy it's easy to be it's easy to not do it because you're afraid and okay so even though you might be afraid and you're aware that you're afraid or there's fear there that doesn't make it any easier to kind of push through it yeah that's why we need people like you barry uh, and you like you know i suppose like from your own perspective it's, it's not uh, your approach it's not just here you know you challenge uh, and help people develop and and I suppose in other ways as well like from my yeah I'd like to think I do because that way then if you don't challenge yourself then you'll just become like you know you'll be just part of the sea of sameness and then there's no point in doing that when because a lot of people that I work with now have got a message to share they want to make a difference yeah. and yes they want to make money but they want to make a difference before they make the money and the money will follow so if you're going to do that then you can't just sit in your laurels and say oh well you know that didn't work I'll be like well it didn't work because you didn't do this and sometimes I can be very soft and then sometimes I can be very harsh and I don't mean to be very harsh but it's like for you it's for somebody else's good you know um but only because I know it's almost like a mirror and you you know it's kind of that kind of coaching stuff it's a mirror back to you going okay well I didn't do so well in that campaign because I was fearful of like you know not looking good or whatever you know in a video or some stupid nonsense like that where so then I'm able to recognize that and when I see that in somebody else yeah so it's a yeah so your own personal stuff has actually helped you with your own with your professional work so to speak yeah absolutely brilliant I suppose we all can take um we, we all uh well so again I I can definitely resonate with that you know that when you take when you take a look at those things and really free, even in, in work like it really it opens up that doorway to have those people with whatever those issues or those challenges yeah and i think you know what it's again like you know i'll always talk about like i'm bringing it back to marketing speak but i'll always talk yeah. about like you know you, you want to attract the right people 
hundred percent. And you'll see loads of stuff about client attraction, but they actually, you know, maybe I'm just thinking about an idea here, but um, you never really hear about like, you know, repelling the wrong people, but I will always talk if you attract the right people, you know, if you go out to, to market, you want to attract the right people, but you equally want to repel the same amount of people, the people that are tire kickers, the people that like, you know, will bring you down to suck the life out of you. And I can think that anybody listening to this has probably worked with somebody who's just sucked the life out of them and just drained them. And you kind of thought, well, you really, the signs were there at the beginning. I shouldn't have taken them on, but for whatever reason I did. And so if you go to market with the same, like a level of integrity, then an authenticity, this is where like it comes back to like, you know, how you are as a person and how you are as a business person and how you are and operate as a service, then you'll attract the right people and equally so repel the people that you don't want. So like what I have talked about, like, you know, energy levels five years ago, never in a million years, but I have talked about like, you know, this is how you kind of attract the right people never in a million years I would have been so afraid that this would affect my professional reputation as a marketer you know as an award-winning marketer blah 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 all those kind of accolades I wouldn't have but actually do you know what the reality is is that actually that's an amazing way to attract the right people and equally repel the wrong people and what created that shift if you don't mind me asking <laughs> from going to from award award-winning marketer and as well as you said um maybe more straight line to to um, what you just said there, like, that it's more about just... Yeah, it's more like, you know, um, not necessarily holistic, but um, I probably a few things, actually. So I started working with a, a coach back in 2019. I pretty much was at rock bottom. Um, I'll be honest and say that, but was that 2019? The end of 2019, I was at rock bottom in terms of like, you know, confidence levels, even though people wouldn't have seen that. You know, it's those difficult stories, right? You see that like you know really successful person but not successful on the inside and um so then i started working with them paul davis in january and then so there's i went on this journey to like you know personal introspection and all that kind of jazz so um that was in 2020 and then so really that's where the shift started happening and then of course i got knocked down in november 2020 and that in itself led it to a shift back in March 2021 when after the concussion and the fog lifted um then that kind of started happening the work and I realized you know what you really only have kind of one life and one business and I'd rather work with the people I'd rather work with the people that I'm here to serve rather than the people that I'm not here to serve who just drains me and then I'd rather do all that kind of stuff and spend time with my family you know my parents have been ill as well so I've had to shed, reschedule things to be able to kind of drop things you know drop work to go to them if they need it and um so that's pretty much so since 2020 so go from kind of rock bottom december 2019 to like you know back back to who i was in my 20s brilliant uh there's so much there i wonder i'd love to unpack <laughs> um See, i yeah. bet you didn't know that <laughs> what no no definitely not but like it's um, what I find it interesting, you know, that, you know, what life event like uh, maybe external life events can impact how uh, I suppose, uh, when you work for yourself, how you are in your your business and how your values maybe can or your priorities rather can can change. And that changes the trajectory of, as you just as you said, how you want to work and who you want to work with. 
Yeah, because, you know, we do pay lip service to that. You know, as a business owner, we say, oh, you, you, you form your business to be your own boss yeah. and to be flexible. And I suppose <laughs> when I set up my own business back in 2006, Jesus, um, it was a case of what? You're getting younger. <laughs> we all are. Um, Honestly, 2006. But yeah. anyway, so I got made redundant in 2005 from a good corporate job. Um, and then I set up 2006. And then again, it's like that. You, you see other people and you behave in the way that you think you're supposed to behave as a professional, as a marketer, as accountant, as a coach, whatever. And then you kind of realize after a couple of years, you kind of go, Do you know what? That's not really serving me very well. So um, where was I going with that? Uh, don't know where I was going with that one. Hmm. Where was I going with that conversation? Um, I don't, <laughs> just that uh, how things can... Um... How things have changed, yes. Yeah, yeah. But then actually when you realise it, so then you think to change. So then I think as you... Well, maybe it's a thing is that you get older, is it that you kind of realise actually, you know what, if you don't work within your values, and I know people have different words with values, they call yeah. them whatever. Things but I'll use important. values. If you don't work yeah. with those kind of words then you're going to live a very kind of like unfulfilled life. And I suppose maybe that's what I was searching for. Was I searching for fulfillment? Yeah, probably was. And so then I kind of more or less kind of found it in 2020. Yeah. So I kind of found that like, you know, what really drives me? And so if I'm working in stuff that really drives me, then actually then I'm fulfilled. And then I'm not like, you know, a raven monster. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, like, you know, you, you probably, you probably see it more so, well, well, maybe you would have seen it more so when you were working, maybe not so much with people who were aligned with your values or or with your business values that, you know, they could have all the, that quote unquote success, but not the fulfillment. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, and I guess actually then I actually I do remember what my point was, like that we all set up our businesses, you know, as business owners, we set up a business to be flexible and to do run things on our time. But then I think the longer you're in it, if you don't kind of be aware of it, the longer you do it, you become like, it becomes a job. It's not a business anymore. It becomes a job like you're working for this client and you're working for that client and you're working for that client. And then it ends up like that you are actually run, you're a job for your own business, if that makes sense. Yeah. So whereas if you kind of take a step back and realize like what we talked about, if you kind of say, okay, well, this is actually how I want to work and this is what I want to do. And this is who I want to work with. And it's a brave step. And a lot of people, I know you probably coach people through this. It's a brave step to be able to do it because you kind of go, well, where's the money going to come from? You know, where are the clients going to come from? Yeah. Can I really, really do this? And my answer is always, it is scary i won't swear on your podcast barry but Maybe it is indeed. scary and um but if you actually have some steps in place that maybe you can't just kind of drop everything today right because reality is that you probably can't but then you make strides and you work toward changing it but that's where your marketing kind of starts to change and then you kind of start working on yourself you know you could work on yourself with somebody like you barry who's a phenomenal coach, but then you could actually work with somebody like me who will actually help you through the marketing, you know, and then that's how you navigate those kind of choppy waters to a point where you go, you know what, actually I am comfortable in my own skin and this is actually how I'm going to do my own business. Brilliant. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> well, you're very clear on it. I suppose that from a, obviously because you've just gone through one of the last number of years, like, you know, you're so, you're, as you speak, you're so aligned and it's like, this is just how it is for you and what you find that works better or best at the minute anyway. Yeah. 
And you know, that's not to say that you don't have like your know, bad days and you go, well, this is ridiculous, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I suppose actually, and it, I guess that's a key word is clarity. And so if you go, if you're clear at what you want, and even like, you know, from a marketing perspective, if you're clear on your message and who you want to help or what you want to serve, you know, um, then I think that makes a huge difference. And I know I'm going to bring it back to marketing a little bit, but if you, there's so many people who are very confused about what they want to do. Like, even if you kind of think that you've got an ideal community that you serve, okay, could you say, okay, well, this product works for this person, this service works for this person, this, you know, this service works for that person. And that's all fine because that works. And then that you're going out to market with those, just aiming at those particular markets. And then um, it just makes life so much easier when you're clear yeah. for yourself, right? As well as, you know, for them people to understand. Well, absolutely. Like, like even as you speak, it's so well. It's so clear, pun intended. Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> but it's clear to me. You can hear it even uh, if it's delivered that it's you know. Uh, I suppose that that phrase you know you're speaking with authority. Like you know, you don't have you know what you're talking about. You're you do. You don't just say it. You do it. So that's right. that that definitely comes across. And I'm sure even in um, I'm sure I'm I'm assuming here, but even within. Um, marketing and that like you know the that that has a psychological aspect or impact aspect a psychological impact on people you know they can sense that or see it whether through the medium of whether it's written or video or that people can eventually see through maybe the bs and and they're looking for more like i suppose um depth is that maybe not yeah really yeah absolutely 100 and that's actually pretty much what we start about like you know what i talk about kind of energy or what i talk about awareness that you kind of go out with like you know five years ago no but it's the same thing i think if you like if like i hate doing videos hate it right and yeah i'm a professional speaker and every time people say do you really hate doing videos you're great on the videos i'm like i hate it so it's also something <laughs> you're clear on that i knew it <laughs> Very, I do, but you know what? I know it's something that I have to do more of, right? Um, because that way people get to see, you know, get to see and experience me, right? Yeah. But um, do I? So I still hate them. So where is it going with that one? <laughs> um, but that's because I, you know, when I stand on stage or when I do a video or I do a podcast, then people can see who I am. So sometimes you don't get to see that in the written word, even though I promote the written word, you know, using the written word as a, a phenomenal method of getting your message out there. But yeah, I just think that if you, and this goes back to if you're very clear on your message, people will, you'll attract the right people, but you'll repel the wrong people. So I won't have, like, I'm slowly getting, you know, sometimes I would actually, a couple of years ago, I'd get loads of emails going, you know, oh, we would love a quote from you and we'd love to work with you and all this kind of stuff. So I get less of those ones now, thankfully, but more of the ones that I really do want to work with, you know, um, so because some people will look at me going, Jesus she's a bit nuts um professional but nuts but you know um whereas yeah. it wouldn't really work for them you know um whereas yeah. i was just you know i'm my achievers club and um it's a monthly membership and i love it and i was just talking through some changes that i'm going to be making in the achievers club with some of the members and uh, and i did i shared that idea like you know where um you know i i don't want to be seen as just pure fun marketer that i actually am a professional marketer and that i do know like you know a load of stuff to help people get their marketing message out there and become more well known in their niche if that's what they want to do so i do know an awful lot of that stuff 
So there's that fine line of like, what do you go out in terms of perception with? Yeah. And they were the ones going, well, it's Thursday evening. Oh, it's Thursday morning, 10 o'clock. We could be doing anything we want to be doing, but we want to be here on the monthly masterclass with you. So, you know, it's, it's it, again, it goes, it's all about attracting the right people. And dare I mention it again, to repel the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And even just hearing it again and again, it really, like, uh, well, even in marketing, you, know, you need, people i don't know the studies that you know need to hear stuff again and again yeah because sometimes people don't hear it the first time right they kind yeah. of register it and then then they don't like you know it's like everything and so some people again and this is not a marketing message the marketing tip for sure is that some people come to me and say oh well i wrote about that last week or i said that last month in a video yeah. or i said that last month in a podcast and I'll always say, well, you know, say it again, like, and say it again and say it again, because sometimes people hear it, but they don't, was it like they listen to it, but they don't hear it. And that like, if you don't say it often enough, then people will, it just kind of clicks at some point. And even though you might have been saying it for ages, people go, God, yeah, yeah. I, I know I heard you say it before, Denise, but you know, oh, it just clicked. Yeah. Then. And so sometimes you do need to kind of keep repeating yourself. So just because you've said something once doesn't mean to say that people, you know that's what you know you need to repurpose your content as you know for using it as a marketing message you think yeah. yeah i'd definitely be guilty of that like you know just i sure said that there but oh, i don't know yeah well a couple oh, of, i said it three years, years ago, ago. Yeah. yeah yeah like sure you know <laughs> it's like constantly think you need to that need to well i have, I have to like re reinvent the wheel here like uh no <laughs> yeah. you just or say the same thing again maybe in a slightly different way or that but you know just oh i'm 100% guilty of it too like yeah. i'll tell you like we were putting the achievers club podcast together because it was let's talk marketing and then it became the achievers club podcast um just this year and again it's all with the clarity but um i said right let's all put the podcasts on one place right so denisefay.com slash podcast all the episodes should be there right and it's only when i was looking through and i went cheapers there's a load of content there now and then, you know, uh, so content that I probably haven't seen since the podcast started, podcast two years ago. Yeah. And so even for you, you should actually, if you don't have it, I'm telling you now to put like all your podcasts in one place on your website, because that way then you can refer people just purely to the podcast page. And that way then people can stay on it longer. They can listen to this one or the one previous or whatever. So that's a good thing to do anyway. But even for you to kind of go, gosh, that was a great interview. Can I pull out something on it? Or that was a solo episode. Can I take some content and re redo it again? Because yeah. we just like, so as much as I can tell you what to do, I'm as guilty of it as you are. <laughs> but, yeah, or get somebody to do it <laughs> for us. Or get somebody to do it, yeah, for sure. But as long as it's done, because that way then it's a good reference spot. But also, you know, if you are, if and this goes to anybody, like if you've got a pile of content, whether it's blogs or whatever, that you can easily go back and go, because, you know, sometimes we kind of go, oh, I don't know what to talk about today. If you even just take a little few minutes to look at, um, if you take a few minutes to look at the blogs that you've written, you know, an inspiration moment might just hit, you know, hit you and you go, ah, yeah. I'm going to like, you know, expand on that and then refer back to that previous blog that you've done. So that's almost like two pieces of content. Yeah. You do some social media images, but again, it's all in alignment with the message that you put out. Yeah. Everyone's, a, it's, yeah, it's all clear. And, um, as in ties up um yeah i've about three questions i want to ask that's <laughs> what about the ask me questions oh no but three at the same time i have to try and pick which one <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, the Achievers Club. What? How did that come to pass, or you know, is that as a result of? Um, as you, well, I think you have said it there, and as a result of the last couple of years, like of your personal and professional growth, or yeah, um, hundred percent. That has come from like last year when um, just gonna shut that down. Um, last year when um. And so I was like, well, it's not last year, it's 18 months now since I got knocked down. I was kind of, well, you know what, look, it, I'm going to be honest and say, I've always kind of thought about like, you know, re having a reoccurring revenue stream hmm. is a great idea. And so a couple of years ago, I was looking at like, you know, revenue streams, because like, a bit like you, you can only be one place one time, right? You can only help one person one time. So in terms of from a strategic business decision, I was like, okay, I, had, I do want to have a re reoccurring, um, reoccurring revenue stream. So I guess I've always had it the back of my mind. But as I told you earlier on, rock bottom, like, you know, God, who am I to do that? So I went through all those questions, though, that you help people with, who am I to do it, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, and even now I'm like, oh, God, who am I to do it? But uh, here I am <laughs> doing it. So, uh, um, so the Achievers Club kind of came from that element of the reoccurring revenue stream. But with the like, you know, with the work I was doing with Paul, um, one of the things that came out with like my genius driver is what Paul calls them is, is um, like caring for people and connecting with people, particularly connecting on a soul level and achieving. Right. So they're my kind of three main values that I work toward. And uh, I can only do it one one person at a time. So then I thought, OK, well, why don't I bring the revenue model that I kind of wanted to bring into it? with the Achievers Club, which means that all the members that I have, I'll actually have a personal connection with. So I'm not looking for like, you know, a membership that would be like 5,000 people yeah. because I won't be able to get to know 5,000 people. And so um, that's why it's kind of, it's on a slow growth, which is fine because I want to know the people who are in it that I can tailor to try like the trainings for it. And if I see people not like, you know, dipping into the training, I can kind of just reach out and go, hey, listen, what's the story you know why are you not doing it so actually I can help more people so I can help more people in the same amount of time if that makes sense yeah. so rather than the one-to-one -one. so again that's where the Achievers Club came from brilliant you know because it's easy I can only speak from personal experience it's easy to well it, it can be easy to get lost in the big group yeah you know and, yeah uh, and I don't know like you know I suppose with the Achievers Club and again Jesus I sound like a broken down record so I don't know why I keep saying it but like you know I want to attract the right people into it you know that that becomes more a community because obviously I do believe in community I do believe in you know working together and supporting each other you know from a from a obviously from a communications perspective but that if we all kind of support each other and we're all like-minded well then we can call Korean and create a ripple effect in the world and you know that it's not so lonely because sometimes having a business by yourself and if you particularly if you want to make a difference it can be lonely because you go online and you see like how to make 10 grand a month and how to make you know 100,000 and become the millionaire and it's like when I became a six was a six figure millionaire seven figure millionaire eight figure millionaire it's like yeah. okay so yes I won't disagree but I like to be an eight figure millionaire yes I would <laughs> but um at the same time that's not necessarily what I'm here to do you know I'm here to actually help people be, you know support their clients and I think I did a video even just a couple of months ago where I said think of your customer's customer you know and think of the ripple effect because a lot of people weren't doing marketing and they're afraid to do marketing because of the Ukraine situation and how could they go to market when there's like a war out there and how can you do that when there's COVID out there and 
you know, and it's like, well, who are you not to, you know, not using the words of Marion Williamson or anything, but if you don't do it, then who else is going to do it? And it will be filled like that void will be filled by somebody who is not the right person. And so really, if as a person who wants to make a difference, that void should be filled by you because then you think about your customer's customer. And is that something that you, um, that I don't know, it's an inner conversation, that conversation with yourself, like, is that something that brought you from like, who am I to, let's say, set up a cheaper club or do marketing on your terms or align with your values to actually following through and doing it? Yeah, because if you don't, like, you know, so say take you, for example, Barry, I think you're fabulous. You know, I've always said you're fabulous. <laughs> but if I don't, like, you know, push you, which um, obviously I'm not, but if I don't push you, then you won't actually, you know, your light won't shine. Well, it still will shine, right? But you can actually affect and hit, reach more people. Yeah. So if you're not, like, you know, reaching the people that you're supposed to reach, well, that's a shame. So therefore, then I want to be able to, like, you know, that's why I'll have an eye on your customer's customer. Yeah, but, so my customer's customer. but for you, like, is that what... You know that question you know you said before um maybe you were, i don't know maybe it was before 2019 or 2020 that you had that question you know who am i who am i to go and uh, do marketing in this way or and you've made that shift to it's not that that vice has necessarily gone away but you are following through you're, you're doing it anyway yeah, the voice is still there. I mean, like, you yeah. know what, um, there's like loads of voices that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what, then, like, yeah, like, it's just like that. It's like, okay, so if I don't step up, if I don't step up into like, you know, being who I'm supposed to be, then it's going to be filled with somebody else who'll step up who won't be as good as me. And I don't mean that as an, an egotistical way. Yeah. That's not what I mean. But I mean, it's just, I'd like to be able to support as many people as who want to make a difference as possible. Yeah. But that's, has that changed, do you think, as a result of hitting rock bottom? Has rock, has rock bottom helped you now um, with that, do you think? Or, or is it just kind of all part of a... Yeah, you know, I don't know, like, you know, I'll tell you, like, you know, that I, like, I did have, like, you know, a big aha moment on the 6th of February 2021. And that's when, like, the whole idea of, like, you know, helping people step up that actually was a moment, you know, a moment of clarity um, that I could actually even date it and I know exactly where I was. So yeah, I can actually say that that was definitely a moment of clarity, but I guess it was probably as a result of all the work that I was doing, getting knocked down, um, you know, not like, you know, having a truck hit you in the face, you know, when your face completely split open and you've gone and see and you tell it somebody that you can't think because I couldn't think, I couldn't really listen, yeah. I couldn't watch anything, I couldn't read. So when you think of all those kind of aspects of, you know, taking all that kind of stuff away. So then, yes. Yeah, so then I suppose that's where in a moment of clarity that it came to me that, you know what, I want kind of people to step up into their brilliance and, you know, become who they're supposed to become in a marketing way, not in a coach way. Yeah. So the, the truck woke you up then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Paul Davis now, um, he's yeah. got, um, he always talks about the feather, the brick and the truck. He said, like, we always hear, like, you know, we get little whisperings every now and yeah, again, but sometimes yeah. we choose to ignore them. And I know you would say something similar. And then there's like the feather, the brick. So sometimes something's thrown at you, but um, to kind of wake up. Yeah. And obviously the truck. Yep. To that, that, well, I don't mean it's, it's OK. Thank God everyone's OK now. Like, but we can laugh about it. But like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes it takes these things to life events for us to listen, like to as you to listen to the the whisper yeah like you know and i suppose um and like maybe because the work was already underway you know um yeah but maybe the work was underway already 
it didn't you know in terms of like putting me back for months and months and months yes it did right there's no question about that am I still recovering from it yeah I am right there's no two ways about that but in terms of life is long so um hopefully the lull that the journey that I like yo that was put on and pushed on that will all kind of pay dividends yeah brilliant and um you just met, you mentioned there, so I'd like to touch on. You know, you're a professional speaker as as well, as well as as well as award winning marketer. <laughs> um, uh, why and like what? Like, do you obviously you enjoy it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I really do love it. I have to say, um, um, why? What is it about speaking that that? Because for not like not for some people, like you know, speaking it that rather get hit by a truck something uh, gently yeah. <laughs> no. yeah and you know what it's not for everybody I suppose yeah. but um I guess you know I suppose it's because actually do I want to help people yes do I want to share a message yes and I suppose one of the ways I guess for me to share a message is to speak about it which is weird about the video thing right but um uh yeah look at I think there is so I have a voice so I might as well use it and I just love it, you know, and I would have always, even through my corporate career, I would have given presentations, you know, and I would have done trainings. And then again, it's like, you know, sometimes, um, I know you'll, you'll, you'll pick up on this one too, but right. There's moments in your life where like, you know, you kind of go, how did that actually happen? You know, like, how did that happen? And not necessarily about manifesting it, but I would have always, um, I was part of Plato group years ago, you know, it's that group for entrepreneurs when I first started up and the, yeah. um, the facility that we had would show us TED Talks. And I was like, God, I'd love to do a TED Talk. And then TEDx Drada came along and um, they were looking for applications. And I was like, God, I don't know whether I want to do a TEDx in Drada because I'm from Drada and, you know, it's going to be a case of, do you do it in front of people that you know? Because, you know, a lot of people don't want to speak in front of people that they know. And I thought, sure sod it again I won't swear on your podcast I'll be like go on then I'll put in an entry and so the idea of the topic was the future of wealth and what's the future of wealth and uh, I know nothing about wealth (laughs) (laughs) and um, so but again an inspired idea I suppose came into my mind that like you know maybe asking for help and if we all supported each other which kind of lends itself again to the idea of like obviously I want to build communities and help people build communities but um, I, my topic of my TEDx was, you know, asking for help, ask and you will achieve. So I got managed to get achieve into there really. There we go. Um, but uh, it was all about like a saying that I saw asking for help is a sign of strength, not weakness. Whereas I would never have asked for help. I would have always done everything by myself and struggled. So that was the topic of the TEDx. And that pretty much brought me on a journey to kind of how to craft a speech and now when I look at my TEDx, there's a line that's missing from it. Could I have done it better? Yeah, I could have. But at the time, it was as good as it was, it was as good as my ability yeah. at the time. And um, so pretty much that spurred me on to, you know, actually, I could speak, you know, I could become more professional in this. And so that kind of led me on the journey. So then I joined the Professional Speakers Association and then I met some really good friends and then um, part of the standout speakers with Jerry Duffy and to now being president of professional speech association in ireland so um all the way to the top well i don't know about that now but i am speaking at the global speaking summit so i did apply to speak and again like you know what like i know i'm talking about clarity and all that like you know but yeah like i'd still be afraid like you know to 
now I'm someday I'm doing a workshop. Um, I'm not a keynote, but I'm a workshopper um, at the yeah. Global Speaking Summit. And so it's like, right, I went from like the Drogheda stage to now the global stage that's in Crow Park this year. Um, so yeah. we're busy on that one, but it's, but again, you're, you're pushing yourself. So now my speech is going to have to be, or my talk yeah. is going to have to be memorable with engagement, not too deep, all that kind of stuff. So there's so much more to know to yeah. like how to deliver it, right? So um, so that in itself is challenging. So um, every now and again, I'm driving along going, what inspired idea do I have yeah. for an introduction, you know, to hook people in? So uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at with that. I think there's a few hooks. Uh, if you, you listen back to this, you've said a few things that are definitely, um, could be inspirational. I might be afraid to listen back to this. <laughs> <laughs> you speak on a global stage but you won't listen back to your own podcast <laughs> i think i'd be joining on that one as well <laughs> oh look but yes yeah, so i'm excited for that now um, it's brilliant isn't it like it's good like even when there's a few things that um you're open and you're you're open to uh, consistently challenging yourself and you know in your own growth as a, as a person and as a, as a as a business which is as we um you said earlier you know that even about people or businesses staying the same like you know even do even doing something different or in a in the next or in a different way you know inspire creates that inspiration and even though it, the inspiration can also be filled with fear and panic and worry and <laughs> all all the self-doubt but it's I suppose it's that whole mix that kind of keeps the keeps the thing alive, doesn't it? Or keeps keeps it, you and and the business alive, so to speak. Yeah, like you could. It's not for everybody, you know. I know people who do the same thing day in day out, and they love it, yeah. and that's fine, you know. Again, but again, it's it's kind of stepping into what what's good for you and what you want to do now. So, like yeah, like <laughs> the whole idea of like, but it comes down to the idea of achieving, you know. Um, like I want to achieve and when I'm not achieving then I'm like oh my god life is terrible life is terrible um you know I'm terrible and all that kind of stuff so I kind of I do need it's like an addiction I suppose but I do need to be achieving and if I'm not like you know then I'm like you know I'm I'm I go into meltdowns yeah it was like I don't I guess Tony Robbins said that you know if you're not growing you're dying yeah, and there's a lot to be said for that, you know, and so people, different people choose to grow in different ways. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, and I guess, you know what, now, like, you know, I'm, I'm learning about the craft of speaking, because not, like, I've seen people put themselves out, you know, and promote themselves as speakers, and that's great, but it's, it's, it's the idea of becoming, like, you know, as Jerry would say, Jerry Duffy would say, like, you know, becoming yeah. a standout speaker, you know, yeah. where you actually, and, you know, I guess I, I'm lucky and blessed and grateful to be able to have a voice, to be able to tell people or share, like, you know, some insights with the world. And if it makes a difference to one people, one people, one person, two people, a hundred people, isn't that great. So I'm very grateful to have, to be able to do that. And I'd be kind of wasting it if I don't use it. Mm. Brilliant. Something that's kind of run, you've, you've said, you've repeated a few times, like, you know, that, um, you know what you well you particularly what you have like whether your skills or your your gifts whatever talents that you know by not using them is it's your job your job or your duty to to use them to share them like yeah like you know because for a long time to be reminded like yeah and sure for a long time um people um and a long time like i would be like oh well sure i've no gifts and even yeah. still now i'd be like god i've no gifts but actually that's not true you know i am able to help the right people and it's been taking me a long time to realize that it's 
I have the ability to help the right people yeah. to market their business, to become well-known in their business, to make a difference in their clients' lives. And that's the key thing, as opposed to working with everybody, like, you know, working with different companies. And I kind of know that that, that, that that would never work. So now I know actually who I can help. Yeah. Powerful place to be or empowering place to be. Yeah, like it's it's like I'm very grateful to be able to help you know people, and then you know, but then at the flip side, like you know, um, if a campaign doesn't go right, then I will internalize and go, oh God, why didn't they get more you know signups? Why didn't they get more calls? Why didn't they get more inquiries? So there is that flip side where I will feel very terribly guilty, but then of course then it's a case of you know logical hat trial and error trial and error okay so that didn't work then what did work you know so um and what can we take from it to move on to the next one so you know marketing isn't an exact science at all by any means and even doing it on an individualized or a customized route there's still going to be mistakes made but it's actually how you build up on those and actually make the changes to to then go on to the next level so there could be just any any external reasons why certain things didn't work but it's knowing I suppose, and realizing that there's elements and there's rights and wrongs and then just bring them on. You know, everything is, failure is a lesson. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, failure. Failure is feedback. Failure is feedback, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. But failure is feed forward. F- is what, sorry? Failure could be feed forward. Oh, absolutely. I'll have to rub that now. <laughs> All yours. <laughs> um, very good. And for those who are, um, who could be, um, interested in working with you how would they well pretty much it's like you know right now it's well obviously on an individual basis but it's pretty much like through the achievers club um what way does that just just i know you meant to touch on it earlier but like what what way does that work for people is it yeah like the achievers club is a monthly membership so and actually it's going to go into 2.0 so achievers club 2.0 because of course i couldn't stay the same could i just couldn't stand still could i you know i couldn't but... or 2.0 sorry 2.0 yeah <laughs> But I'm actually really excited on it. There's an awful lot more structure on it and we could talk more about it for years in another podcast. But yeah. um, like I worked with a, and I kind of digress slightly from the Achievers Club, but um, I worked with a coach back in, I'd like to say 2007. And um, Krishna Day, she was brilliant. She's in the UK now and she's amazing. She came up with this idea called the Feiway, the Feiway to marketing, the Feiway to blogging, the Feiway to something. And I was like, God, that's so exciting, isn't it? You know, because they rhymes with way, clearly. And, yeah. you know, way is a, a, a road, right? So it makes yeah. sense. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a great double bind and, and uh, hypnosis and that. <laughs> yeah, so it's lovely, right? Um, I don't know if double binding is good, is it? Oh, well, like it locks, you know, or double meaning, whatever, you know, it's like, or I can't remember the exact term, but like, as you said, it's got two meanings. Like, So anyway, so it's a good thing, maybe, then you're telling me it's a good thing. Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. Right. Brilliant. Um, but uh, it has probably taken me that length of time to actually now to actually say that I've got the Feyway. So um, so the 2.0 in the Achievers Club will be the Feyway. And I'm also going to do a training program come later in the year where there is that structure. Because remember, I talked about structure and a little bit of flexibility. So I've kind of found, I suppose I've found my own. So we'll base everything on the Fey way. So everything from foundations to audience, to the you factor, that's the Fey bit, to words, to attraction and to yielding it all together. So that's the Fey way. So that's the structure where we put all the trainings and all the templates and the checklists and stuff like that. 
So the Achievers Club will follow that format now. And then, so there's a monthly member class, there's templates being put in every week. And then there's the open office hours every Wednesday. They might change, but then that's when people can come and ask me any questions at all. Brilliant. And so, that's for is it, uh, any business owner really, is it? Or anyone that you like? <laughs> anyone that I like. Yeah. I to go through veto. Um, well, I think, you know what, if people, I suppose if you listen and read the stuff that I put out, then it's for the right people, you know. Um, and, you know, there was one or two people who had joined last year and then they realized it wasn't for them. And before I would have went, oh, my God, that's really bad. Um, then I kind of think, you know what, you're not ready for it just yet. And that's OK, too. Um, so. And, and where, where can um, where can they find the Achievers Club? Do well, yeah, so the Achievers Club is over on the AchieveMarketing.ae website okay. or then the Sydney Spay website then as well. So that's denisefay.com. Oh, denisefay.com, yeah. F-A-Y. Just F-A-Y. I'll, I'll put the link and I'll put the link in the description. Yeah. That's, and you have a podcast as well. Oh, and I have the podcast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my, that's, what's that called? The, the... That's the Achievers Club as well. All right, brilliant. Yeah, so kind of like, you know, it's all to do with the Achievers Club branding, you know, so again, that would be like getting people. So I suppose in terms of marketing, so the Achievers Club podcast with Denise Faye is to get people kind of interested in you know following who I am and what I have to say and then there's the Achievers Club membership so the idea it's not that it's a lead gen idea but it would be it's a way for me to kind of talk yeah. to people get people to know who I am and then if they want to work with me then there's a way in which they can work yeah. with me so that's what in terms of marketing message there yeah yeah it's brilliant listen um thanks very much for everything you've shared <laughs> I hope you do welcome. listen. I hope you do listen back because you've shared quite a lot of uh, insights. Um, well, for me anyway, <laughs> and that's all that matters, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of it, uh, per, uh, like um, insight just around business about about marketing and even even the genesis of how how marketing ideas can work. Like you know, they can take time. Like from back two thousand and seven to twenty twenty two and come into full fruition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's actually quite sad really when you break it all down isn't it <laughs> well i don't know I, well i can resonate with that like because you can have a it's, i'm digressing here but you can have you can have ideas and um you know the germination of ideas but sometimes it just doesn't come to fruition it can take that time to to build and i suppose for uh, the person to to fully align with them and uh, acting on them yeah, I guess that is true. And I suppose maybe it's a time where you kind of think that, you know, there comes a time where you just kind of have to step into it. But I suppose it's like that once you have those ideas all the time, yeah. you know, like those little, and I, I suppose for everybody, I mean, anybody listening, I'm sure they have ideas in their mind where, yeah, I'd like to do it, but then they, they don't. And that's why they need to go to somebody like you to kind of help them expedite that process. Or just listen to this podcast. Or just listen to the podcast. Because you've said how to overcome that loads of times. <laughs> Very powerful question. Like, I hear you not to. Well, yeah, that is true too. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, that's been fun, Barry. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks very much, Denise. And um, I really appreciate that. You're more than welcome. Lots of food for thought. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you oh, again. Always soon. a pleasure. Yeah. Deadly job. Thanks, Barry.